This is episode 6 of Retrosonic Podcast. I'm Steve from the Retroman blog, and tonight we're joined by Adam from the Jetsonics. Good evening. And rock photographer Paul Slattery. Good evening. Right, and before we start waffling away, uh, press play, Adam. Uh, nuclear Weapon by Dave and Ansel Collins. That was a version of Double Barrel, the unlikely number one record. Yeah, from I thought it sounded familiar, so that's like the instrumental well, that, version yeah, of yeah. Dave and Ansel Collins. I mean, that when that came out, Adam, that was that was such an amazing record. I couldn't believe that it could go so high in the charts. No. It, it was such a great, great record. Great record to dance yeah. to. And, um, yeah, you can has, sit down now, Adam. You can stop yes, dancing now. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> skanking. <laughs> that was a great track to start with. Yeah, but that was just Ansel, really. Dave, Dave was the, yeah. the toaster. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good track.
Yeah, it's really sad that we've heard that Wilco Johnson, a uh, wonderful guitarist, of course, uh, the great original guitarist with Dr. Feelgood, has uh, been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And Wilco has decided mm. himself, actually, to have no treatment. That's the way he is. Uh, but he's a very upbeat person, and we've heard that he's going to do some uh, gigs uh, in the next couple of months uh, to celebrate his life. And we're all going to be there. Mm. And I think one of the great songs that celebrates his life, and this is Going Back Home by Dr. Feelgood, live at the Curzel, 1975. The opening song from uh, Oil City Confidential. If you mm -hmm. haven't seen it, you must see it. Yeah. And if you have seen it, watch it again. It's a brilliant. Oh, you film. have to watch it again. Yeah. And, and that song now 
Alan, it's 38 years yeah. old. It still sounds so fresh, doesn't so it? Fresh, so yeah, fresh. It's a, such a brilliant song. Yeah. And your your brother-in-law was involved with all city confidential animals, wasn't he? he was yeah, well, I'd tell the name dropping then, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, go on, yeah. off you go. Yeah, he was the producer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was a fantastic movie, wasn't it? And yeah. it's a, it, it just reignited all the interest in Wilco and, jo and Dr. Feelgood again, didn't it? You know, taking that story of yeah. that band that... You know, who'd have thought you could have made a great movie out of a band like Dr. Feelgood? But no. it, was, it made a star out of Wilco, didn't it? Again. Yeah, well, his career. it did. And and why not? Because uh, that that band, Dr. Feelgood, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as a lot of people are concerned, is they they really ignited uh, punk music. Well, and certainly yeah. in attitude and opening the doors and getting people with short hair gigs I'm sure they did yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely and that live album Stupidity that was the record that all the New York punks had wasn't it with that's right the CBGB's crowd yeah. as well I mean that was that and pre all the punk. Thing, was that's it? right yeah, yeah 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 and we've already spoken to you Paul about Dr Feelgood in one of your special editions um, and they had a big influence on your photo photographic career didn't they, they well were... I mean they were the first band I ever photographed while I was a student and I was just blown away by seeing Lee Brillo in this really dirty, filthy white jacket which he wore every single gig. It was a kind of a talisman and uh, Wilco just stalking up and down. And you've got some fantastic photos playing, of him on stage as well. Uh, playing this one, of course. Yeah. And of course, Wilco was an amazing. Wilco is, and uh, sorry, I don't want to say was, but is an amazing guitarist because this is a guy who doesn't play with a pick. He plays with his fingers. And seeing Wilco play is, is, is an amazing experience. It mm. really is an amazing experience because. Nobody can get a sound out of the guitar like Wilco does. Yeah. Yeah. Wilco and running around the stage like a maniac at the same and time. <laughs> absolutely, and Wilco does it. I must ask you all to go out and see him. If you can go and see Wilco, go out and see him because you will never regret seeing Wilco. Isn't that right, Steve? I agree, totally. And um, yeah, it's bad news, but he's going out on the road, he's playing on, so let's all go out and celebrate what a great guitarist he was and what a absolutely. great band Let's hear it for him. Good. Right, and next up we've got a brand new single by a band called The Travellers, and this is called Summer With No Sun.
And that was a great new single from The Travellers, and that was called Summer With No Sun. Uh, you can check them out on lemoncakesrecords.bandcamp.com and they've released that on a 7-inch vinyl and you can pick that up at Casbah Records in Greenwich and also check them out on the internet. A uh, really great new single. Did you like that one? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that yeah, was so very ethereal and yeah. uh, quite uh, quite European, Steve. Yeah, well they're, they're a bit of a multicultural band, I think. The, the guitarist is Swedish but is brought up in England and they're based in France. And I think they're a great new find. I've been really enjoying their music recently and uh, Excellent. hope to Excellent catch up with them a bit more. And what have we got next, chaps?
record is that called, Paul? Well, that record's uh, Dandelion Wine by Homer. Homer as in the Greek poet? Uh, as in Homer the Great Poet, yeah. And, and uh, this is a punk psychedelic band from San Antonio, Texas, mm. uh, which was uh, originally started by a guy called Galen Niles, who used to be in a band called The Outcasts. Also okay, from yeah. also from Texas, who yeah. who made some pretty good punk singles at the time. This is a this is a really wonderful record uh, because hardly anybody's ever heard it. Yeah. I've never what heard what that time period is that from? Like well, 60s? It's, it's actually it's strangely it's not it's sixty eight. This is a sixty eight. This is a record from sixty eight, and uh, this is a wonderful wonderful guitarist uh, who's who's laying down this amazing track. It's a really, really beautifully produced record. Yeah, so much going on, isn't it? Yeah. There's so Fantastic. much going on, and uh, I think they sold. Uh, I think you know this is their biggest selling record, and I think they sold about five thousand. Yeah. yeah. Right, and that's what it? you did. San Antonio wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't a big player in the in the Texas mm. uh, punk rock uh, singles charts mm. back in the sixties. So there were other mm. players. Uh, for me, that is is one of the great. Mm. Uh, that's one of the great great solo guitar punk singles of, great of the bit late sixties. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good record. It goes all over the place mm. without being self indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Absolutely, perfect Absolutely. bit of psych rock, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Great bit of psych yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Superb. And next up, we have got a single from 1984, and this is Felt with Sunlight Bathed the Golden Glow. You're trying much too hard 
and that was a great track by Phelps that was called Sunlight Bathe the Golden Glow and that was a 7 inch version which was released on Cherry Red Records in 1984 and because Lawrence is getting a bit of a high profile we were talking about Wilco and the yeah. All City Confidential movie and of course there was the great film about Lawrence called Lawrence of Belgravia which was a, a fantastic documentary about him recording the new album with Go-Kart Mozart. and uh, Which is a great album as well. Another good good record, isn't it? But that was one of his 84 classics. Uh, and you did their early photos, Paul, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. I did one of the first photo sessions ever with uh, with Felt in, oh. in, in Birmingham, in the city centre. And, oh. uh, yeah, it was a great photo session. Lawrence was very uh, keen on the, what he wanted. So it's been very focused about his uh, visual image. Does that help? Uh, does no, it doesn't help. No, <laughs> no it never it helps. It never helps when uh, you meet a band who's very focused on their visual image because you always have your, as a photographer, you have your own visual image yeah. and you just go out. Uh, because you were in the book. They had, yeah, but I've, book, I, they, yes, well. they're a brilliantly designed book put together with, with, with care, actually. Mm, and uh, I, think, I think this is the way that... Uh, that fans and, uh, and and bands like books, uh, mm. you know, fans uh, subscribe and uh, publishers decide to uh, publish a book in, in this yeah, kind of way, a good way which is really good. And then you also took some photos of him last year, didn't you? I did. I, I, I was up at uh, Lawrence's little pad up in, uh, well, I can't tell you where it is because, uh, <laughs> you know, there'd be... There'd His be, fans uh, will be camping outside. You know, yeah, I'm sure there'd be loads of people camping outside, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Lawrence is, uh, is a great character. His music uh, is, is excellent. Mm. What do you think, Steve? I, I do. I think the new album he did with Go-Kart Mozart, on the hot dog street, well, we actually yeah. played a track, didn't we? On yeah. the, the podcast you were missing, we we played a track, and I recommend we both it. Decide, yeah. Independently, yeah, 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 chose yeah. the same track. Both chose mm. the same track. Mm. You know, I recommend you checking mm. out the movie. I, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I assume mm. it's going to be out on DVD soon. It's Lawrence of Belgravia, and it's mm. a, a, a really. If you're interested in, not even if you're not interested in the band, it's a great look at a, how a band works, how a real charismatic frontman works, who's a bit eccentric. He's he's, he's a great character. And it's it's a really good movie and it's well worth checking out. Okay, Adam, what have you got next? Uh, a London band called The Parents, and this is British Swingers. Yeah. 
Well, that was a great guitar riff on that one. That was Fantastic. a good find. Though. Yeah, they're a good band, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot. Parents. So, Adam, what's been happening with the Jetsonics recently? You've signed up to Royal Records. We have, yeah. A uh, couple of gigs up. Um, we've got the Fiddler's Elbow on the 9th of February with uh, the Electric Stars and Mr Bridger. And then we're playing the Brentham Sports Club in Ealing on the 22nd of February with the Swagger. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, right, got some new songs to debut on those shows too. And the uh, fourth EP will be recorded shortly too. So what we got next up, Steve? Next up we've got The Eyes, and this is You're Too Much. The Eyes with You're Too Much, and that was from the compilation album The Complete Recordings 1965 to 1966. So they obviously didn't have much of a career. 
<laughs> and that's not, not I know last time. and they were like the fire you know we played um, My Father's Name is Dad on the last yeah. episode yeah. bit of a similar band in a way that they've that they wrote some fantastic songs I mean they're probably most well known for I'm Road Out which we heard mm. at the Sam Ritz you remember the DJ played that's it right. the 7 inch vinyl of I'm Road Out mm. at the Sam Ritz Club fantastic wasn't it we were just in heaven well, that's their, that's that their great, great single yeah, isn't it that's right and they only did a sort of few singles and again, like the fire, you know, they—they—they. They, they, I can say it was a waste of a career because you don't know what happens with these bands. But what a fantastic! Well, you can never song, say. You can it? never. Yeah. You can never say. Uh, th- there's never a waste because uh, all these all these singles are really really great, and uh, yeah. these bands were around for a short period of time yeah. because at that time there were so many bands around. Yeah. Wonderful and beautiful music, yeah. and uh, great, great piece of sleazy garage. And well, but, yeah. but, but you know, but that's that's, right. that's better because it was of its time. They were raw. That's right. Yeah, uh, they didn't have too many influences because there weren't that yep. many around. So yeah, well, I like I like the fact that they they stuff. did a they did a track called My Degeneration. Talking about my degeneration. <laughs> yeah, that's a brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was a shame. And then they they sort of flopped really because they did a. An, an album after that, those sort of singles came out. They did an album um, under the name The Pupils. You know, not a very good pun on the eyes, the is pupils. it? Pupils. Yeah, and that was just a cover of Rolling Stones songs. And you think, mm. well, they can write fantastic yeah, music yeah, like yeah, I'm Road Out and that song. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we've, we've yeah. been left with some great singles. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it must have been very difficult for bands to come out at that time. And next up, we've got Vic Goddard with Johnny Thunders. Quit this town, quit this town. Well, I know that I could, I always knew that I could. Quit this town forever. Gonna quit this town for good. Gonna quit this town forever. Gonna quit this town for good. Gonna quit this town forever. Gonna quit this town for good. Gonna quit this town for
Subway 6 Vic Goddard, was it, Steve? Yeah, that was Vic Goddard from the End of the Surrey People album, and that was released on Postcard Records in 93, and that was produced by Edwin Collins and features uh, ex-Sex Pistol Paul Cook on drums. I love that. I've track. never heard that before. That I really like track. that. Yeah. I hadn't heard that before either. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And it really does evoke Johnny Thunders very well. Yeah, it's it does. a great, great song, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's a great tribute. So everything works on that song. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I like stuff. that. And Subway Sector playing at the Water Rats, uh, 328 Grays Inn Road in London on March the 29th. Uh, and he's got a great website and a blog uh, that you can check out at vicgoddard.co.uk. So tell us your embarrassing Paul Cook story then, Steve. Well, you know, it was just that I knew that Paul Cook was playing drums with Vic Goddard, and I, I went to see, see well, not, I went to Andrew Perry, the music journalist's birthday party, and they were playing, and I, I sort of had a thought, I thought, well, maybe Paul Cook might be might be playing drums with them, so I actually took along my God Save the Queen seven-inch single in the hope <laughs> that he would be playing, and I could get him to sign it. Have you never met him before? I've never met him before, never met him, you know, so I took it along, and then I... I I didn't have any chances. I didn't see him beforehand, you know, and then they played mm. and they came on quite late. And because obviously I'd not living in London, I had to think about my train. And then I was looking at my watch and they were just finishing their set and they played, they were fantastic. And Paul Cook was drumming and Vic Goddard, they were great. And I was looking at my watch and I thought, oh, if, I've got to get, I've got to go, I've got to go now. So uh, literally as he, as he played his last drum, drum roll and he stood up. And you had to go. I rushed over to him with my single sign and I said sign, sign this sign and he was very nice but he sort of said oh can you give me a few minutes you know, <laughs> you know and he was nice he wasn't and really funny said, and I no, said, no I said, no I like, oh now and I thought okay well I, I thought well there's one final train I can wait until one final so I hung around clutching my seven inch single waiting for him to get ready and then I saw him go to the bar and he'd refreshed himself and he'd gone to the bar and he was chatting I thought now's my time now's my time to go yeah. so I went up and I said please I'm really sorry and he was a lovely guy he was so friendly and he signed it and of course then he said oh you're going to have a drink and have a chat and then I said no I've got to go so I had to run <laughs> <laughs> I had to run I literally had to run down the embankment run onto the tube get the train I just made the train I just made it otherwise I would have been sleeping at Paddington Station all night you know? but I did have it signed I got it signed and he was a, he was a very lovely guy and can't wait to see them play um, at the Water Rats on the March the 29th. So uh, go along. Really great. Well, I can't either, mate. Right, next up we've got a Swedish band called Caviar Days. And this is a brand new track from their Awakenings EP. It's called The Lucky Ones.
Right, and that was a great track uh, by Caviar Days, that was called The Lucky Ones from their Awakenings EP which is out now on label 259 Records. Now, they're a Swedish band that's toured with the soundtrack of our lives and they played support at one of the band's last shows at Södra Turn in December. Uh, their debut album will be released in the UK in spring and you can keep a check on them at caviardays.com. And next up we have got Galileo 7 with Go Home. Try to hunt to make me love the light Well I'm a boo without a 
Right, that was Galileo 7 and Go Home, and that was from their debut album Are We Having Fun Yet? And that was released on Teen Sound Records in 2010. And this is the first band fronted by Alan Crockford, who was a bass player of The Prisoners, and is also performed with the James Taylor Quartet, uh, Faye Hallam, the Solar Flares, and the Headcoats. So a bit of a Medway face, you know, and that's his sort of first band that he's doing the songwriting, singing, playing guitar for. Fantastic. Yeah, it's good, good sound. Psychedelic rock, wasn't it? Yeah, it's sort of a punky guitars, mm. nice 60s keyboards on it. It all works mm. together really well. Yeah, it's good stuff. And they've got a new album out called Staring at the Sound, which is out now on State Records. And you can check them out on the Galileo7.44.com. And you must have uh, photographed the prisoners, did you? And, and the, I did. The I Billy Childish. The prisoners, Graham Day. I mean, they're a band now, again, which now is getting so many plaudits, aren't they? The prisoners, yeah. you know. I mean, everyone is like coming out of the woodwork saying what a fantastic band they were. You know, and I, and I actually think, I mean, I know um, Alan played in the Solar Flares, and I, I, I love the Solar Flares, and we've already played one of their stuff. tracks on, on the yeah. previous podcast. And <coughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's. Windsor Oval, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we played Windsor Oval, which yeah, was a fantastic a song. And, I, and maybe it's sacrilegious to say, but I think. The solar flares were as good as the prisoners, you know. Yeah, and I thought that. No, was great. I, I don't disagree with you. I think. Mm. Well, also you've got uh, you've got Graham Day and the Jailers, of course. Probably. Oh his, yeah, uh, two fantastic his records. most recent, uh, yeah. you yeah. know, that fantastic record. <laughs> Get off my track.
I think I think from now on we're going to have to play at least one Graham Day related track <laughs> per looks podcast. Like, yeah. Right, so we've had a busy well, we had a busy end to the year, didn't we? We had our Retroman blog night at the Half Moon on December the seventh, which was a really great night, wasn't it? it was superb night, fantastic. We had Lem Price three, the Fallen Leaves, the Past Tense. The legendary Groovy Men, and we had DJ Jeff Mundy, and it was all for a mere six pounds in advance. Yeah, and the other the thing is that we had we had people from Sweden, yes, Middlesbrough, Cornwall, yeah, Brighton, Leicester, yeah, all Brighton. over the place, all travelling to see the Lem Price Three. All, uh, yeah, absolutely, fantastic, and it was a great it was night. A great we had a, night. a really amazing. great crowd. Jamie O'Hara was there, wasn't he? For Pub Monkey. Which is oh, the movie yes. where that's right. which features the Lem Price Three. He's doing that's right. He's he doing was like there. a, he a was drama. There. Yeah, that's right. And that was Strutting great. his stuff on the stage. Yeah, with his uh, yeah, it was obviously doing his Mick uh, Jagger impression. Yeah. We nearly got two hundred. Nearly got two hundred people yeah. along. If it wasn't for that flu bug, that pesky flu bug, yeah, yeah, we would have got our record. And, well, um, I turned up. It was good, wasn't it? Flued you up. made you were flued up. Flued up. <laughs> Everybody was flued up. Oh God. We lost right. a few people, well, but uh, thanks to everyone for coming along. It was a great night. I really appreciate everyone turning up. We've had some great comments. And thanks to all the bands and the Half Moon. And um, and then we also saw Spiders uh, and Graveyard at Islington Academy. And Spiders Excellent were fantastic, band. weren't they? They were great. And they've Superb got... Superb band. Yeah, we've done a little... Especially, I mean, this band was supporting another band called Graveyard. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a great Graveyard fan at all. And uh, But Spiders, Spiders were, were great, an amazing rock and roll band. Records, which is a great label and it's well worth getting and look out for Spiders this year. They're a fantastic band. Uh, Anne Sophie's a brilliant singer. And we they as a support band, I haven't seen many support bands get that much reaction mm. at a gig, you know, they, they were fantastic, you know. Mm, they were. Thanks for listening everybody. You can check out all the information on the bands on www.retromanblog.com And let's play out with Fred Lincoln Ray, or more commonly known as Link Ray, and this is Juices Wild. <laughs> Juice is wild. 
chaps, and uh, this is our first podcast of the 2003, and let's hope that it's a year that's going to bring us loads more great music. And 2013. <laughs> <laughs> About ten years too late, Steve. But there you go. You know, let's let's move on. <laughs> let's move on anyway, Steve. And uh, what have you got in store for us tonight? We'll do that again. Right, welcome everybody. This is uh, episode six of Retrosonic Podcast, and this is the first one of the year 2013. And tonight I've got my usual colleagues, uh, Adam from the Jetsonics. Good evening. And rock photographer, Mr Paul Slattery. Good evening. And let's hope the year brings us lots more great music. And uh, to kick off, what have we got, Adam? Uh, Nuclear Weapon by uh, Dave Collins and Anne's... Oh, fucking... (laughs) 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 We've got Nuclear Weapon by Dave and Anne's Collins. Yay! Hang on, that didn't work, did it? That worked. 